All right, welcome everyone. Another edition of the Equally Responsible Come Opinion on, Show. Here it is, two niggas on the couch. Two bro. brothers. We switched it. Oh yeah, two educated brothers on the couch. Two educated brothers. Graduates on a couch. On a couch. And they'd be like, "Ah, oh, you ain't special." Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome back, everyone. We've been off for a really long time, but yeah, we got a lot patient. to catch up. We got a lot to catch up on. Uh, we got the NBA's coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got a lot of noise uh, from Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. But Victor, one of the reasons we have not been here, yes, is because. It was all good just a week ago. It really was. Last week, you, me, Kevin Figures, another host of the show, we went to SoFi Stadium for the first time. Beautiful. Got rained on. Got rained. Only Got. for the walk. Only for the walk. Only for the walk there and back. Of course. And then, but we saw your Raiders play against my former favorite team, the L.A. Inglewood County Costa Mesa Chargers. Uh, but you guys were three and zero at that time. We were. Derek Carr was looking like an MVP candidate. And everything was going smoothly for the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. And then some stuff over the weekend changed that, Victor. Everything. So uh, the head coach, late last night, late Monday night, John Gruden resigned. Mm-hmm. He told uh, the Raiders he didn't want to be a distraction, so he left. That's into his and third year, his fourth year though. of his 10-year dollar contract. So there was some uh, emails that were leaked uh, that showed that he said seemed racist, misogynistic, and homophobic things. Mm-hmm. Victor, as a Raiders fan, I'm going to let you go. Just go. Bro, we're fucking cursed, dog. <laughs> like, I swear, like, we're fucking cursed. Like, honestly, I they always say how much, like, Al Davis pissed off the league. And it's cl- it's... I truly believe the NFL does everything in their fucking power to keep the Raiders down. Oh my now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, overall, there's some issues with the ownership that we have like, with with the son. Like, he's not putting a good team together. So, that is some responsibility on his end. But then, and then obviously, the penalty shit, that's on you guys too. But I can make an argument that the refs are told, you know, throw more flags when they're playing. Because this is not a lie. Everybody knows every single player is probably a flag on some bullshit. See, the only thing not to the fair. only thing I'll go with you in terms of the NFL having something against the Raiders is when I think it was Al Davis before he passed away had a gripe with the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. where it's like if you go to the teams of the seventies, you look at the Steelers, whole bunch of players in. Go to the Cowboys, whole bunch of players in. You go to the Raiders, like Tom Flores just got in. You How is that possible? So yeah, I agree with you at some point, but I think like there's some, I think there's something back. Like there's something that the league has against the Raiders, and I don't know why. You know, maybe because their fan base is some real niggas. I don't know, but it is like every like it's like we were doing. Oh, get me wrong. We lost the last two weeks. I think the last game was for sure. That was a good distraction. Probably, probably because of distraction. distraction. Yeah, but it's still not. It's still not. It's still not a fucking excuse. Like you guys are professionals. You guys should be playing a game. But I do you understand. You have a rookie quarterback in there. Also, doesn't throw for over 200 yards. Looks also, okay. We don't know what they know inside the locker room. Like. There's the, the stuff probably they probably know way more than we knew at the time. Obviously, yeah. And then, but it's just like every single year, and now we're done. We have two situations happening: either the Raiders completely fall apart, <laughs> completely just just like out of it, or they take this moment and go, "Hey, you know what, guys? Let's get together." And but I don't know. We don't have that vocal leader. Like, there's nobody on defense that's like, like that's aged. That's like, yo, get together. And I don't see like. Car, maybe, hey, I could be wrong. Car might step up right now and be like, you know what, guys? Listen, I know what's fucked up right now. He's like, it's fucked up. He can pray. I don't know what he's going to do. But just get them, just round them up. Because we, now we have a new coach now. And now we're looking for new coaches next year. And it's just like, come on, son. Like, why? Right. I think the biggest thing, like, let's just focus more specifically on Gruden. Mm-hmm. When you look at the email leakage, there yes. still has not been a lot explained of why these emails from 20, like 2011 over the span of seven years where he was emailing uh, Bruce Allen, then a chairman on the Washington Redskins. They weren't the Washington Which football team they yet. They were friends. They were friends. He was the team president. His brother was a head coach. Why was like why was he emailing him this as a commentator, as the lead guy at Monday Night Football? And the big thing for me is... To a corporate email. To a corporate email. And he said a lot of stuff, and we're finding out stuff slowly but surely. And I think a lot of the stuff that's been focused is just on what Gruden was saying. Whereas you look at, he says to Maury Smith, the president of the NFLPA, he had Michelin-sized lips. Uh, you look at him questioning female officials. You look at him questioning why the Rams picked Michael Sam out of Missouri. Uh, and he's, you know, quote, Roger Dale pressure teams to pick a queer um, a queer player, which is mm-hmm. also insult injury, where you have the first openly gay player mm-hmm. on your team. 
like yes. to come out on, in Carl Nassib. So there was so much wrong with it. And I think the underlying thing is this was during an investigation of the Washington football team. And this came up. And this came up. And the NFL, who did their the own. Raiders to go after. Well, no, no. The NFL, who did all of this, said there was no incidents to report. That's the big. That's thing. a pretty big. This is not the report. That's bro. a pretty big thing to report. So now, when we look at you know John Gruden saying that he had some words for Roger Goodell, excuse me, some that I won't say. It's like, okay, did you know about that before it happened? Because we're talking about over six hundred thousand emails mm-hmm. over the course oh, of a seven years span. 000. I think it's more than that. I, I think talking, I think you're I think, just speaking Gruden. We're talking about like oh, you're, yeah. you're talking about an investigation into no, I think a they, franchise. I think they said the general number of emails for that they that they have. In general, was like big. And yes. Gruden alone is like that. And it's just like. But that should tell you a lot about one, the NFL doing its own investigation, because now you got to question every they wanna, investigation. They don't question themselves. No, they don't. If they don't. they're ever guilty, they don't want. No. And I think the thing you have to look at, too, is like this was the Wall Street Journal and New York Times who found out about this, who so leaked this, this, this stuff. Is like, this, is no, like, this isn't no. Sports page. This mom, is on this A1. No mom, mom and Shop corner newspaper. Like, this is legit. Right. Journalists who do this for a living right. and who know if this is a sing- if they they know off the back the second their editor God is like where's your proof who's your sources I need everything because if this is wrong the NFL is going to destroy us right and they they, they released it that's how you know this is all coming out of facts and it's just like out of all these emails only my only issue I have is like out of all these emails I want to see them come I want people to get burned because. You guys pick John Gruden first because I, I feel like that might have been the lightest emails they probably Oh, found. no. I think there's a lot of things in there that we talk about the headline things of racist, misogynistic, homophobic. We talk about that. But there was also emails that John Gruden was sent where he was on a chain where he was getting topless photos of the Washington football team cheerleaders where Dan Snyder, the owner, had to answer to. What are you doing with your cheerleaders? That's why there was such a big investigation. So the question is, how is someone who's not in the league, who's not on your staff, how is he getting this? That means you're sending out even more. And then when you look at everything that Daniel Snyder did, he bought full control of the team. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me the NFL did this whole investigation, found no incidents to report, all this dirt about Dan Snyder, and then he still regained an even bigger portion of the team when the minority owners sold there's so much that's wrong with this. And, like, as you said, Gruden may be the tip of the iceberg. He may be he the honestly, start. It's like, first off, like, if – I feel like this way. If Gruden and the team president, the current team president at the time, is emailing stuff like this, and obviously I don't think there's no email where guy was like, hey, Gruden, you should probably calm down with his language. No. Because I would hope no. that would come out with it. But, no, they probably – and that's why I wonder what was, what was he saying back to this stuff. Was he saying, "Oh, I agree with you," or because they they, all they're talking about is what, what Gruden was saying? That's it. They're not showing what the replies were, right. or what the context of the story was. Correct. And it's like that makes you wonder, like, what else is being said? And like you said, Snyder fucking had the cheerleaders. Well, were they naked or topless? Topless. I mean, I mean, like, but they're photos. No, but that's I mean, the I mean, big like, thing. What was the thing with the season ticket holder thing? Like, no, that was the, going to the cheerleaders doing like remote events where they were taking pictures and they would have sweet owners or sweet holders like the, the top people the top ticket holders who would be able to fly down to a Puerto Rico mm-hmm. or a Costa Rico on location and then Dan Snyder would be like hey here's some extra photos that no one else is going to get that was that type of stuff and then he put that onto an email and send it around to people I, I think the big thing is to your point about like we don't know what other people are, people are saying it's not like they were saying hey man we should probably stop this Yeah, that's the thing and I think a lot of people as we've seen mm-hmm. over the course of the past 18, 19, 20 months while we're stuck in this pandemic we've seen a lot of people be more vocal in terms of minority groups asking for more things mm-hmm. and I do think there is a part of this country that, that doesn't understand like it's a buzzword cancel culture we talked about that all the time or you're a cis white male you don't understand that mm-hmm. but then when we go back and look let's look at the email chain yeah. let's look to see who's on it let's look to see how much diversity is on that because he took a shot at everyone and I guarantee no, you, there are probably no. Like, that's why also is it makes me think of like how they're like, oh, he said this, he said that. I'm like, did he say that in one email or like over the course? Like, imagine like, can you like like this full of all the things he said? The least thing I cared about was the first thing that came out was the big lip thing. Well, no, my thing is when you look at the email chain, how many like minorities are on there? How many blacks? How many like how many gays? How many women are on those email chains? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like if you look at it and it's only three guys who are on this email chain, like, okay, that's a small portion. 
But if it's like if it, if 15 to 17 if it shows guys. like 15 people, it's like, oh, so all 15 on exactly like this. Exactly. Which shows a bigger problem. And I think that's a microcosm. Of, Howard, we knew this. Is, we, we, like, we, we know this is a problem. Because they, they always call it the, like, the plantation mentality. And, exactly. Which people will say that's not true. But then you look and it's like, well, how many minority owners do you have in football? And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, there are zero. And then, like, when you look at the organizations from top to bottom, mm-hmm. how many black executives do we have? How many black GMs do we have? Mm-hmm. How many black head coaches do we have? But 70% is black. And I think that's the big, I think that's the biggest issue where it might be the tip of the iceberg. But the one thing that we will talk about, or we should talk about is haven't heard anything from Roger Goodell yet. Cause he a pussy. And okay. (laughs) And, and okay. Is this guy a pussy too? Where's, where's Mark Davis? The Raiders, the Raiders have media availability tomorrow. They already said he won't be available. Even like, I like what Stephen A. will like, he knew he's like, he's like, I offered, I invited him to first take to speak out of respect, but he won't take it. That's on him. And I think Mark Davis, as much as I hate seeing you on, on camera because your haircut is terrible. Yes. Um, you need to come out and talk because, like, we can't keep we, – we, like, the Raiders – first of all, the fact that Gruden is saying this shit as the Raiders coach – like, obviously, every team has black fans, but, like, everybody knows a core, a core people in black the Raiders and are black and Hispanic. Black and Hispanic. Are minorities. Right. Like – Probably gays to all the women, yes. all the literally every person you touched on, it's every single fan base. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie right now, but like everybody, when you think of the Raiders, people think blacks and Hispanics off the bat. I think majority of their fans would have to be those two groups, and I think for John Gruden, that's the thing. And he was in. loved by those groups, exactly. And I think the hard part also to watch was to see how many former players. We saw Keyshawn Johnson when he was with Tampa Bay call him a fraud. But a you know, used car salesman. Yeah, used car salesman and all that. But now you're gonna have to say, like, you talk about you don't have any veterans in the in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You don't have a Charles Woodson to come out and say, like, hey, I was with him in O two. Mm-hmm. Like I was, you know, I was with him when he came back. And I think that's the big thing. And you talk about the fan base, John Gruden was selected for a reason. Mm-hmm. He was selected when the team knew they were leaving Oakland. And going to Vegas. And he was going to be that bridge. Like, no, 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 no. We're still going to be that bridge. We're going we're gonna to bring back Raider football. Exactly. First thing he does, Cleo Mack, you leave it. Correct. And then it's like, hey, it's new regime. He's got his, like, his fingerprint on it. But there's now so many things to question because if he's been in the league that long, mm-hmm. what does that mean? So another question is Mike Mayock, your general manager. Yes. Your general manager who came from NFL Network, who's been in the league for a really long time. Has he heard this reputation of John Gruden? And since he's also making personal decisions, does he feel the same way? Yeah, so it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, when you look at the structure of a National Football League team, there's very little diversity in those higher-up places. So the question is, how does that affect minorities and other people? And I think I I might have misspoke earlier where I said there's no minority owners. I know Shot Khan, uh, the owner of the Jacksonville Jags, is a minority owner. And when you look at his head coach, Urban Meyer, woo, <laughs> like not looking too good. Like, for Urban, Meyer. Urban did was nothing compared. Like it was like Urban is like, all right, boys not out, but, right? But his was but more Kurt, about like being like, a bad professional. It, it just it really if it, it fucking stings because like as a Raider fan, obviously John Gruden was like that's the dude. Like he left us, got a Super Bowl, and then like we've been doing nothing. But like he he was supposed to turn around our team. We, we all said the first year, we're like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you getting rid of Cleo Mack? Right. And then we're like, you know what? He's got to start all over. And we kind of accepted, like, okay, it's about, it's about money and the cap limit and stuff like that. And either we either we pay him, which we fucking should have. You pay him or you strap for how many years? Like, figure it out. Right. And then now, and then like, then like this year, it started off so good. You're like, oh, shit. Like, now we're starting to see the fruits of our labor. You have, you have. Oh, no, no, you know, shut the fuck up. No, bro. oh, three and oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, like, how many playoffs did he make? Uh, exactly. Oh, he, it was like two after he won the Super Bowl. No, but I'm saying, saying, like, since he's been with the Raiders, yeah. been back, y'all haven't made the playoffs. But it's just like, it's just so, it's so ridiculous. Like, it didn't, also, the stuff he was saying is like, why can't women be refs? Like, no, that's the, I think that's the biggest thing is like, you are going against a system that's changing. And then you feel like... And then the player's safety? Well, no, I think, that, like, again, there's also a part we're not talking about is Eric Reed. When yes. Eric Reed, who at the time, I believe, was with San Francisco, with, Col- with yeah, with Colin Kaepernick, and he put an email, hey, he should be kicked out the league for taking a knee during the national anthem. And then when asked about why does Colin Kaepernick ha- not have a job, he says, well, oh, he lost in a quarterback competition. And you could say that's the flimsiest of all answers, but it's still it's an answer. It's, it's a cop-out, but it's still an answer nonetheless. But now... We know how you really feel about it. 
So everything you've said, and I think that's the biggest difference is when he talked about Smith and said he has Michelin-sized lips. And when asked about it, he's like, oh, no, that just means they have a rubber mouth and I don't believe anything they say. We've heard you in all these press conferences and you've never said that they have lips as big as Michelin tires. Like, that's something that we have the tape on you. Like, you've been in this league a really long time. So I, don't, I do think if we were to go back and look, is this just going to be the start of something much bigger? And if so... It could like like certain certain like with the NFL like how like how the, the owners can use a cop out for example like oh there's no money order because they can't they have no way to pay for it like there's some rich people like like a possibly like, like a work their way into the fucking minority order right so call Oprah like even though yeah. like, there's like some celebrities own like small shares but like those I'm not talking about that I'm talking about people who own like thirty percent of a team right you know what I mean like there's people out there that can make that are. Like remember, Diddy was trying to buy the Jets or something like that. Yeah, and they said no to him because like no. Yeah, but like there there are black people. But I don't, I don't think it's also a black and white thing. I think it's also like are minorities that actually can well, make no. that kind of money. Well, no, I also think it's like I also believe there's just some people you don't want in the league. Let's not forget That's Donald true. Trump tried to buy the Buffalo Bills and they rejected him. They said no. Mm-hmm. So the NFL does have a very protective, you know, group setting of mm-hmm. who they want into their owner's club their owner's box exactly. by definition of so i don't know if it's just a black or white thing and how do we change that but i think it's like that it depends on like that old money mentality like you know we're the we're the original we're the ones doing this well the biggest question is when does roger goodell speak about it when does uh mark davis speak about it and not only that i feel i feel the sad part about all this is going to be someone like a carl nassib all the black players are on the raiders they're not gonna have to answer for something so they had like, nothing to do with they're gonna, obviously carl first thing first thing to say is how did he make you feel when you're around him? Exactly. And he, and honestly, in at a, we don't know yet. We could clearly say he'd be like, honestly, with me, coach was okay, right? Which is a very true thing. Could possibly happen. The coach might, but but like how Keyshawn was saying, Gruden's the kind of person that says hello to your face behind your back. You ain't shit, right? But I also think the biggest thing is like you look at Carl Nassib, who did come out, and you're cool with drafting a player like that when he was on the team before he came out. But where's Richie Incognito? Like Which he has, like, it, it makes that look a little weird. Every right. Simon was like, "What that nigga say, nigga?" Well, like, I'm like, he had a whole bunch of things yeah, with, with Jonathan Martin, Martin. Yeah. but then it's like you look at like, oh, you don't want Eric Reed in the league because of his beliefs of taking a you know a, a knee during the national anthem for <laughs> police reform, police but justice. You want but yeah, so I got nigga passed. Right, exactly. You want him on your team. It, it says a lot. And bully another. Yeah, again, it's just it's the tip of the iceberg. I want to see how the NFL responds to all this, and we we so, really won't know. I will say. Uh, Davis, he won't talk. He'll have a, a little statement come out. The Raiders will have a statement. He'll have a statement, most likely. Unfortunately, the interim coach, I think he's Rich, or I forgot his name, Rich something, he's about to be stuck with all that. Right, and I think the big thing, too, is the Raiders are also the same franchise that tweeted out, I can breathe it. Like, oh, yeah. so they oh, also have was, a history. That was so terrible. Exactly. Like, that was so terrible. Like, how do you fumble that? Like, you can, like, you, first of all, like, any, any sports agency, that has a terrible PR team is like, go call Wendy's and ask them for them. Okay? <laughs> like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, go ask for one of these fast restaurants. Like, PR, people people will love that kind of job, but like, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, David's not going to talk. I don't, I don't, okay, I really, unless Goodell's going to have to say something. Right, which will also probably be a statement which from the league. Stupid statement. From, from Park Ave. Again, it's just, we don't know where this is going to end. And also, that's actually the big thing. Like, where, like, these, this, this isn't, these, this email is like, does it? It does. I don't think. I believe it does not stop here. Does the NFL? NFL is obviously right now actively trying to stop as much as possible going on from coming they're, out. They're trying exactly. to be like, what do we? What backdoor? That's where Goodell. Goodell's point, like, what do you want for us to tell you to stop this? Well, no. I think. I think the first call he's making is to the owners. Because he knows there's more, and he might be like, you know what? Delete all y'all emails. No, right he's now. probably saying, you know what? I'll let I'll let John Gruden call me out, and he's gone. If we can stop like these emails from coming out, because right. his job is to fall on this on the shield to begin with, mm-hmm. like he's supposed to protect the owners anyway as, as a commissioner. So that's his job. So I think he goes back to the owners and says, "Look, he got to go. Like Gruden's got to go. That's what, that's what However, gonna, we got to stop these from coming out. Like, depending on, like, you know, because Gruden signed that ten year hundred million dollar contract, and when he signed it, as a Raider fan, I was like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" I was like, "We we all said ten million dollars for a coach." Right, like, but again, how much, like, again, bringing in that old Oakland, moving on to Vegas, face of the franchise, he can do wonders on the field, he can do wonders off the field. He, de- like, he definitely, when he got hired, 
he like the whole fan was like, oh shit, Chucky's back. But then look at his record. But like that's one thing. But then it's like these owners. I don't know what I don't know what David said because obviously you can't fire. He, he didn't get fired. He got he resigned. Okay, first time you fired him, the money it's about money. It's about yeah, money. at that point. So for the owners, this well, stuff, they could have fired him with cause. That's the thing though. Like what? Like they, it's definitely with cause. But then it's like. This is he didn't he didn't do it while he was with the team, and this is not even when he, he wasn't even NFL. Yeah, he was an NFL employee at the time. True, but he was still a representative of the NFL like, when he was a commentator. But right. like, it's I really do think like Davis came in the room with him because he said how he said Davis came into the office. Like, first of all, Sally never goes there anyways. Right, and then he probably came in like, listen, Gruden, you're 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 quitting. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Like you yeah. have to quit. Like I don't know, what to tell you like if you if I have to, I will fire you. Are we gonna are we gonna release more stuff? I think I think him and Urban Meyer will be on a uh, Fox led uh, team in two two years. But um, do want to switch gears here uh, as that story continues to develop with the NFL. We got a story that's still developing in the NBA, and it just gets weirder and weirder by the day. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving not gonna play. The Nets GM Sean Marks came out and said we've made the decision. We are going to move forward without Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. who Kyrie does not have the vaccine, as it's been reported, and he will not be able to practice in Brooklyn since that's in New York. New York does have a law that says can't play home games there. So he would actually get fined for every game he misses so at home, uh, and that is a games with Brooklyn and games against the Knicks if he plays them in Madison Square Garden because it's still part of New York. So Kyrie Irving, I don't know what you're doing, man. Like, what's the point you're really trying to make? He was quote one source was quoted as saying Kyrie's trying to be a voice for the voiceless with the vaccine mandate. However, you're not really saying anything. When Kyrie when Kyrie spoke, he said, "Guys, this is a personal decision. Please respect my privacy." Which is, doesn't really sound like a voice for the voiceless. <laughs> which is like, exactly. Like it'd be one thing if he was out there fucking talking about this shit, but like, listen, like this is, I guess no, it's like it's a weird situation because like, as an individual person. I feel like we have to respect wishes and to a certain extent. Like, okay, vaccines, you, people, I don't, okay, first of all, I don't understand why the fuck people don't want to take vaccines because, like, I think, vac- first of all, vaccines, they call it polio. Yeah, never heard of it, right? Measles. Yeah, never heard of it, right? A whole bunch of, first of all, if you look at the, the chart for babies, how many vaccines we take, it's like, oh, you got a problem with this one. Like, I think what Dame said was best. Yo, I think some of these vaccines, give me another one. And obviously, I believe in science. Now, in the beginning, when it first came out, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to take it. I'm going to wait for them to run through it first. And I think when it hit about the $150 million mark, I was like, oh, how many people got it? Yeah, give me a line for that one too then. Well, so I think that there's two different stories that are going on here. And I think this is the biggest issues. We have the vaccine mandate, which means like the government is now stepping in and saying that it's mandated for you to take it. If you want to do these particular If you want to do these things. If you want to go to some schools and go to in-person classes, have to be that. If your kids want to go to school, have to do that. If they're legally allowed. Yeah, legally Here in L.A., in the state of California, like L.A. Like just. 15-year-olds? Well, no, no. But not, L.A. is like, hey, Curtis and Victor, y'all want to go have a drink? Make sure you have your vaccine card on you. There's those type of things that when you want to do stuff. So I think it's that government regulating the vaccine. That's number one. And then number two are people who just don't believe in the vaccines or don't trust it. And I think those are the two biggest fights we've had. Because there are some people who are like, look, I'm vaccinated, but I don't believe the government should tell me to get vaccinated. That's an overreach. I kind of do feel that way. But the only thing thing that I have against that is, just to be clear, I have not heard a good argument from any player that's been – to not get it or at least have that stance. Like, Kyrie, if you believe it's a government thing, okay, that's great. But come out and say, hey – I don't think the government or the state of New York should be able to tell me that I need to be vaccinated. Okay, cool. Respect that. But you need to respect the fact that, hey, this is a law, and, like, no, either you do it or you don't. I hate that argument because it's, like, you can say that, but then, like, it's, it's, I think it's different because, obviously, we don't get carded for, like, hey, chicken pop vaccine, good, because it's kind of a given. Most people have it. Well, and, like, you have, first of all, we don't know, but our parents know it. When they get, when we get more born, and our parents take us to the doctor to give us those vaccines, mm-hmm. they like the school district knows that we have it, and it stays in your permanent record. Because we do know that because those things are fucking dangerous; they will kill you. Right, and but we don't. We I haven't heard. You know, Bradley Bill came out and said, "Oh, my biggest question is how can people have COVID? How can people get the vaccine and still catch COVID?" So Andrew Wiggins, who's like, "I don't believe in it." Like 
there's so much stuff that goes on. And he felt like, I saw that finally, I'll get it to tomorrow. Exactly. And I think there's a big question of, is it just selfishness? Is it, do you believe that it, the government should stand down and not have that type of power? Is it, you don't trust the science? But I think with all those things, those things can be achieved with a conversation. If you're Bradley Beal, hey, you play in Washington, D.C. You don't understand the science of it. I'm sure there are plenty of places in the D.C. DMV area where you can go to a hospital. Easily. And I think that's the big thing for me is if you are a player, here's what I would do. I would say, okay, here's what we're going to do. Wiggins, Kyrie, Bradley Beal, you guys don't believe in the science of this or you don't think it's needed. Here's what we're going to do. Let's take you into a hospital. Let's take you into an ER. Let's take you into an operating room. Let's like show you an ICU ward and see, hey, if you have chest pains and have a heart attack and you need to come to the emergency room, sorry, we don't have enough beds for you because so many people are like mm-hmm. have COVID. And even though those numbers have go down, that Delta variant is not going to be a bad, like not going to be a good thing for us. So as if you listen to our podcast, you know, we believe in the vaccine. We believe in science. Believe in fucking science. California has the lowest transmission rate of any state. And we had the first food first lockdown. <laughs> Come on, like I'm not gonna lie, the lock listen, I am I'm over the lockdowns, but I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna go outside and start that's on the way over here, they were they were protesting because the school districts are about to mandate it and they're on the freeway. I'm just like like, don't you want your kids to be safe? Well, I think a big thing for it too is when we had the summer of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. we went to San Diego, 4th of July. Yes. All those restrictions, but it still felt nice to be outside. Mm-hmm. This 4th of July felt a little bit better, felt a little bit more normalcy. Next year, like, what is what oh, is summer going to look like? Because, shit, because like, I know people are going to laugh at us, but it's been a little windy, a little chilly here in Los Angeles. It's down to about 59 degrees. <laughs> you know, we got 45 uh, mile per hour winds at the Dodger Giants. Nah, that's the, there was so much debris on the freeway. I was like, this is stupid. Man. Right, so... It's going to get cold. So for all the people on the East Coast, do you really want to miss, like, <laughs> times to go outside? You're going to be stuck inside with winter coming. Us here in California, we'll be good to go outside. But I do want to return to normalcy. So that's why I believe in the that's, vaccine. Well, okay, remember, so that word, normalcy, is done. We don't have, yes. we have a new norm. Like, a new norm is people wearing a mask forever. Like, I'm, it's off the bat. Like, I can tell you right now. I'm not saying I'll be doing that, but... Probably if I go, if I go with the, with the airplane. That was exactly I'll, I'll, I'll probably only ever wear a mask again in the airport. I mean, airplanes, and of course, there's like a trickle down like economics effect to this, mm-hmm. where it's like you and I always talk about how much you love streaming services, mm-hmm. and why would I go back to the movies if you're giving me the movies? I can just watch it from home. Which I love it. I pause love it, it, make my own popcorn, like get my own candy, get I my can own go soda, get food, and come back. Yeah, like. exactly. So there is going to be that, but if you're Kyrie. He's, you're going to get fined, and I just think it would be – I don't think Kyrie's a bad dude. I think he is just in his own world. I think he's, you know, that type of guy. He's but, also a flat earther, so. I mean, like, that, but then, like, right you look, he, like, he paid for a house for the George Floyd well, he's family. He's done so much. He's, he's done a lot of he's good. He's waters. Was it, was it Pakistan? Yeah, he's done a lot of good, and I know he has his own beliefs. And, hey, that's how you want to do things. That's how you do things. If it were my money, I'm not he, losing money to miss issue work. I think people have because, like, obviously people don't like athletes when they speak up. And that's another part of how athletes like because they're privileged. Like, oh, I don't think so. No, I wasn't done yet. And it's like he's like he could he could do this kind of stuff. Like, cause he's already made enough money, so he's like, you know what? I can like with him right now. Like, he can he can stand on he can stand on his opinion and be gone forever. And no, be okay. but because you're saying you don't like when athletes step up. So Some like people don't like when they speak. Like, they shove and dribble in a sense. Well, no, Ted Cruz, he loves this. <laughs> Like, the people on the right totally switch positions. That's tell you right there. If you have them on your side, then you have a problem. I don't think it's... I don't think people have a problem with athletes speak up. I think people have a problem when athletes speak up against something they believe in. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. When you look at someone saying, like, you know what? I think kids should be able to eat for free. It's like, yeah, kids should be able to... Like, I think the NBA cares program. They should be able to go build houses. Oh, yeah, they should go do that. Hey, I think that we should have a clean water in Flint. Oh, I believe that too. Hey, I think this person should be elected. Whoa, 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 hey, whoa, hey, what are you doing? It's politics now. That's politics. Like, what are you doing? I think people pick and, and choose. And that's also what it is. The vaccine became politics. Of course. When this shit is just a fucking health crisis. Right, exactly. Like, this isn't because COVID kills Democrats and Republicans. So and independents and atheists and COVID, blacks COVID, and whites. Like, COVID don't care what you are. COVID gets exactly. you. Exactly. But some people don't believe in that. Some people believe they're stronger than that. I'm sure there are people listening who are like, well, I've had COVID once, twice, three times, and I've never been vaccinated. So it's like that. It's like, I hate that argument because it's like saying it's like, me and you have food today. So that means there's no more hunger. 
Right, you right, exactly. They still were hungry. It's like, we just aren't affected by that in our bubble that we're in right now. No, there's a lot to be going on and said, and I just think Kyrie comes back sooner rather than later because he's going he's gonna to notice those checks. And again, until he actually comes out and tells me why he's missing it, I just, I'm just going to leave hey, it alone. I'm saying he might get traded. Uh, we'll see. But, you know, speaking of someone who was losing money and decided to come back immediately was Ben Simmons. Like, no, and Wiggins. Well, well Wiggins, he, he, he didn't miss it. He didn't miss it. But he was about to. They're like, right. We're talking, oh, but, that's, but that's also vaccine. We're talking about this is your contract. You're not playing Ben Simmons. Well, he's down already a million so far. <laughs> so I like when Ben Simmons, the thing with the Sixers, people didn't know oh, that was beautiful. he was coming back until he showed up at the facility in Philadelphia and took said, a, took a test. Where, can I, where can I get my COVID test? He didn't tell Elton Brand. He didn't tell Daryl Morey. Yo, he didn't I, tell Doc Rivers, you know, you know John Bede. Even his, his agent knew he was coming, and he still didn't tell them. I love that. I love how he just showed up on him. But like I said, like I said, like last episode, you love that. I think it was funny. It's pe- listen, I'm petty, bro. I, if he listen, he wants how, out. How is it petty? Like you want out? You said you weren't coming back. Mm-hmm. We're trying to find it, like trying to like find trade yeah, partners. And you I make too much money. And I, and I show up out of nowhere. No, no, yeah, but like you think that's cool to do to your teammates? Hey. Like I didn't say it was cool. I said I liked it because I'm petty. But who, like it's petty towards who? You look like Booba the Fool. You were the one hey. talking about don't get on a plane to come talk to me in L.A. I don't want to talk to y'all. Trade me. I'm never gonna be back in Philadelphia. <laughs> Philly said, "Okay, word. We're not gonna pay you your money." And then you got on I'll the plane. Be, I'll be here for my checks. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> the rule is come to come to practice, right? I'm just here for my money. Yeah, but then are you going to play a game? I don't know about that part. Is he okay? So I can't. I can't tell him what he's going to do. Yet. Okay, so then like I don't know. About, I don't see. I don't. It's weird. Like I don't know. Like I. I, I don't understand why he like doesn't want to be like it was your fault. Well, no, it wasn't. I don't think it's your it's fault. Not, but it, like it was. You didn't help the situation. No, I don't think it's that. I think you were mad mm-hmm. about what Joel Embiid and Doc Rivers said after you didn't get the ball and dunk it against Atlanta. Okay, that's cool. You're mad. Instead of being petty because you're a professional athlete, why don't you go talk to them man-to-man, whether it's here in L.A. when they flew to you or in Philly, because now all that like petty shit, let's see how petty you are when you play your first game at home. Let's see how those Philadelphia fans oh, welcome you back to Philly. They're going to boot the shit out of him. Exactly. Exactly. So what did you really do this for? What did you get yeah, out of like, all this? It's like, I don't, like, I don't get what the... It, it doesn't make... It makes we, no sense. We don't, we don't see no motive behind this. Like, I get, no. It also is like, yo, you just signed a four-year extension, bro. Like, you exactly. Just, like, if he, like I said, if it was on his last year, it makes sense. Like, okay, he's one out. But it's like, bro, you stuck wherever they trade you for four years. You didn't go to media day. You did this because you're like, let me get the bag. I want to sign the extension. Okay, cool. Get the bag. The Sixers organization came out and said, we can hold your money because of X, and Y, and Z. Yeah. You saw all the money you were losing, and you're like, wait a minute. Let me go back and do this. So now you're getting ready a week before, a week before the NBA season is supposed to start. Now what? Like, like legit. Now what's going to happen to you and your team? I'm very interested to see what's going on with the <laughs> And again, it goes back to the Kyrie like, is thing. Is he playing game one? Like, I don't think he's When is he going to talk? Who plays first, uh, Kyrie or Ben? Ben plays first. Ben plays first for sure. But my question is, when are you going to talk to the media? Because if you don't talk to the media, you're going to get fined for that? Oh, that's right. You get fined for that. <laughs> like, right. like, okay. But my biggest thing is, like, you didn't call, you didn't well, call any might, of your teammates maybe, and say. Maybe he pulls a, um, a Marshawn. I'm just going to say I don't get fined. He could do that. That would be good. That'd he be could, he could do that every day he really wants to. But then once, like, are you guys going to start winning? Are you going to start losing? You don't call your players and say, like, your teammates and say, hey, guys. Like, and maybe he did this already. Hey, let me have a, a players-only meeting. Let me talk to them. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to because. That is true. We don't know if he's talking to. Well, Embiid doesn't really say, well, we don't know what they're doing with their lives. Well, Embiid came out on media day and was all like, hey, he's not here. And he, Embiid's getting pissed, which is understandable. Like, yo, he's not fucking here. Who cares? Like. Why? Like, like, come on! Like, I have to move. Like, I I can't worry about that. Like, I gotta keep it moving. Like, exa- I'm the star of this franchise. Like, it's me. Like, it's not I got ben. checks to pay. I, I'm trying to get paid too. Exactly. Like, it's not Ben who's the star of the 76ers. It's him. So there's so many things where I look at Ben Simmons and go, okay, Kyrie. Like, what are you getting out of this this holdout? Ben Simmons, what did you get out of this holdout? Nothing. You got nothing. They, you got they're, nothing. They're both for not getting a single thing. Like, and then how the Nets just came out was like, you know what, Kyrie. None of this. We're moving, like we're moving forward. We're, we're like we're done with none of this. Like don't, so, if you're don't, this, don't come, don't come to practice. Don't come to nothing. It's like damn. So then, what happens with Doc Rivers? Because even though Ben might not say anything, 
Doc is going to get asked about it. Joel's going to get asked about it. Tobias Harris is going to get asked about it. Every single player. Tyrese Max is going to get asked about it. Because if Ben doesn't play, that's probably who's going to take his spot. So there's going to be all these people asking questions. And then, like, the worst part, let's say he doesn't play the first 10 games. And then they say they win 10. Like, oh, you don't need Ben then. And then, or they lose 10. You need Ben. It's like, no matter right. what happens, exactly. every day is going to be pretty much the Sixers, the Nets, the Raiders are going to be asked questions every single day. Exactly. My thing with Simmons is like, what was the big question mark with Embiid every year? His conditioning. Mm-hmm. Is he healthy? Yeah. Well, Simmons is like, how much work did you get? And he could have been working out every summer. We saw the videos with him and Rondo and all that stuff. But that's workout summer with like guys you're playing pickup with. These are your teammates, guys you're trying to build chemistry with, guys who you were actually like in the playoffs with so many years in a row. So the question is, what are you going to do once you get back, not only with on the court, but off the court stuff as well? So, Victor, just 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 so much happened over the course of a week right? while we were here. And it's in, it's beyond insane of how and much stuff has gone on. It's not even the regular season yet. It's not even the regular season. Like, yeah. you know, like, we haven't even got to the trade time and, like, buyout season. Like, we're literally not even – we're still in preseason, and we're still dealing with Ben. That's the thing. I think it's like, come on, we've been talking about this. Because Ben's been going on since, the, since last year's the playoff, and they're like, oh, I get thoughts to him. At first, we're like, he's a little upset. Let him cool off. And I know where – he ain't coming. I'm like, wait, what? And yes. Like, no, he ain't coming. And then you have Kyrie. And then because the New York rule, like, oh, vaccinated players can't come. And Kyrie was like, I ain't com- I'm not going to be here. Then, like, that's what it's going to be. I, I just think it's so much. That's well, there was one good thing in sports, J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith, he looked good. You saw where he got attacked by the bees and had to, like, get medical attention. I, I've been there. Yeah, like, they were, when they were bees, they were, like, huge uh, – they weren't like uh, yellow jackets. I think they're yellow jackets. That's what oh, they were. Oh hell no! Yeah, yeah, yell- yeah, yellow oh, jackets. No, 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 no. But he's having the best time in his life in college, and that's probably like a really positive black story. Well, it's probably that... way different for college when you're a millionaire. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, exactly. Like he's definitely playing some of his players or his teammates. He's probably like, hey guys, like you, you hungry? You know, you know, <laughs> lunch you know on me. Lunch on lunch me. Lunch on me. It's, it's it's loud. No, but the, like I do, I do want to give a shout out to. I had a really good time uh, this past weekend. I uh, just got back from Dallas. Was not there for University of Texas and o- Oklahoma University, the Red River, Red River rivalry. Like I was not there for that. Uh, we were actually there for Texas Southern versus Southern University, two HBCUs. It was a lot of fun. Uh, got to see. It was at Globe Life, the old Globe Life, where the Rangers used to play. Texas Rangers used to play. But really cool to see two HBCU HBCU schools playing. And the one thing that intrigued me was now that we had the NIL. Mm-hmm name, image, and likeness law where players can get played. Like, wh- how does that change HBCUs? Because you talk about well, J.R. Smith right now is that how it many, is North Carolina so A&T. All schools can do that. But isn't – what was it Georgia that has that dumbass tax on it? So Georgia has – Georgia and Governor Kemp, who shouldn't be governor, uh, said that the state of Georgia can take up to 75% of your earnings. Um, so but, again, that's going to be interesting to see how that works so I do out. I think some states try to pull that bullshit – but um, well, no, it's it's interesting because if you watch the Oklahoma game, Texas was up big the whole game. Spencer Rattler, who came into the season as the Heisman favorite, got benched, and then I don't know if you saw with University of Miami, Derek King is now out for the rest of the year. Those two guys, Rattler and King, were some of the highest paid earners from name, image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. So now you got to look at it. If you're someone who's paying these kids, like, wait a minute, this isn't like the pros where someone has like a contract and they're actually going to be around for three, four years. These are college kids who might get hurt. And then once their season's over, it's over. Hey, this is what, this is what advertisers are going to deal with. This is what they're going to deal with. But it's, it's, hey, it's the same thing. The pros got to do it. You draft a player, he gets hurt the first game of preseason. You know what I mean? It's something you that's true. With. But then I look at someone like, we, we talked about, you know, it stinks. Also, I didn't go to the game, but you look at Cowboys-Giants. Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley gets hurt. Christian, Christian McCaffrey, he was also hurt for a little bit. Every time I watch the Gillette commercial with the I look fly, yeah. I look good, that commercial, I'm like, you got two guys in there who are great running backs who aren't playing and hurt, mm-hmm. but I still know who they are. It's like, it's really what it is. It's just the advertiser. It's just a gamble, like which player is going to pop, which one's not. Yeah. And obviously for on, the, on their end, they do a calculated assessment risk, like, okay, what's the odds of being hurt? They probably have insurance. Po- like now they have insurance policies out on these kids or vice versa. Right, exactly. Right away like that. But you but, look at Rattler and, and King. Like, these are two guys who are – like, these are older guys. These aren't yeah. just, like, freshmen. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like you're going with the more established players, but even at your best, mm-hmm. you're getting 12 games. You look, college football is almost halfway over. Yeah. Like, we're already going to be next and week I, into I do, the third like, – I really wonder, like, 
if the deal goes like, hey, if you get drafted, do we have a clause to add you on as an extension? You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if like, it's like, I'm pretty sure there might be rules against how the NFL might have to have run advertising because right. certain teams, like, right. like who, is, is it Bose, the head, headset piece people still? Yeah. But in college, there's nobody, right? No, I mean, they can be, but if you look at someone like, like Tostitos. Like, what, if, what if, like, Beats took a college kid and then they go to the pros, like, oh, wait, you can't do that no more because NFL's deal with them. So I wonder if these teams, like, if these advertisers, I mean, have, like, a, a contract clause, like, hey, if you go to the pros, we'll pay you this much more if you X amount, get these rounds. Right, incentive. They yeah. incentivize the players. But when I saw the HBCUs playing Texas Southern versus Southern University, Southern University won. It was really cool to see that environment with two HBCUs, to see the crowd, to see the halftime show, which was fantastic to watch uh, live. I think that was my that was the first time I ever got to see two HBCU bands up close at a halftime game. Like, like some live drum line shit. Yeah, li- like live drum line. And I want to see more of that spread towards mainstream. I believe ESPN has a deal with the MEAC and the SWAC to show more HBCU games. I believe NFL Network has the same thing. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before the NFL players does are that. starting to slowly, like top 20 players are starting to consider going to these schools now, so that's going to help. That's going to um, help if they can get recruited. I think that's where it all starts. Well, that's why the, the name, the likeness thing is big, but then it, it's big because it, it gives you guys an advantage, but then it gives you also your biggest advantage because like, how do you compete with these bigger schools with these bigger booster parties. Right, right. I think not only that, but then you got to look at the campuses. Like, that's going to be the big thing, too. It's when you look at some of these SEC schools, they have really, really beautiful campuses. NFL fucking locker rooms and shit like that. Exactly. Like, you look at Oregon. Oregon had, like, a, a barbershop. Alabama shop. has a fucking bowling alley that's for free for the students. Yeah, exactly. All paid for by the football team. Exactly. So you got to see, you know, I look at someone like a Deion Sanders at Jackson, Jackson State, like, what can he do? Does he is he long enough to stay there? We know Mike Norvell, the head coach He's of Florida his State, way up the coaching ladder. What, well, he might go to his alma mater at Florida State if his head. I think Florida State just beat North Carolina, but they're still two and four on the season. Mm-hmm. So if he gets the call there, does he go there? Uh, you look at you know Anthony Lynn, the Detroit Lions offensive coordinator. He's rumored to be going to USC. Okay. So do some of these black coaches who have opportunities to go to Power Five schools? They say, you know what? Let me go down here to an mm-hmm. HBCU. And there aren't really as many HBCUs what as their Power Five. HBCU football? Well, yeah, the MAC, the Mid-Eastern Atlantic Conference, or the SWAC, Southwest Atlantic Conference. Those are the two big, big ones. But again, like, how many guys can you get who are top five recruits, as you're saying, five-star recruits? But you got to look at, well, if I'm at Alabama, and I look at Alabama A&M, mm-hmm. okay, they have a really nice campus, nice history, that's cool. But wait a minute, Alabama's right here. Oh, let me go to uh, – Southern in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. What else is in Baton Rouge? LSU. Like, I, you know? I feel like they have to also like because I didn't really, I didn't realize how many HBCUs were still around when I, we, we got to high school. Because well, you you knew more than I did because I yeah. didn't, I didn't really care about them. Like I just didn't I didn't really because also never seen them on TV. It's like I never advertising them. What do you see them on? TV? I mean, come on. You I mean I don't know. But like you have. I think the big thing for me is like a different world. Like you have that. You had Drumline come out when we were in high school. Well, I was filmed at an HBCU, Man. and uh, they'll, they'll let you know. Like, it was filmed at Clark, Morehouse, Spellman, like, all that stuff was filmed around there. Uh, Stomp the Yard was supposed to be based around it. We were in high school. high school. Yeah, we were. We were in high school when Stomp the Yard came out? Yeah. Stomp the Yard came out in 06 or 07. Yeah. That Remember, how, they were like, oh, Chris Brown's in it. And then Chris Brown died in, like, died the first five Stomp minutes. Me. Stomp the Yard, 2007. Boom. Oh, shit. Yeah. They got 25%. But, I mean, on Rotten Tomatoes. Of course it fucking did. January 12th, 2007. Yeah. Final final semester of our senior year of high school. So yeah, I I think like you're but you're right. And I think like as I said with ESPN and NFL and Fox, like it's gonna take more of that because when you looked at Texas versus OU, it's like, oh my god, it's packed. And then it was a little bit smaller, smaller capacity for these two HBCU schools. So if you get more players and you get more T V rights mm-hmm. along with the NIL, does that then I think broaden it it's the gonna, view? It's definitely a long term situation. It's gonna take I think over the next ten years we'll definitely We'll definitely we already seen it. The curve's already starting. Right. Like even players, even if players are bullshitting us, they at least come out and say like, "Oh yeah, I'm considering these three HBCUs possible for basketball." Even just having their names out there, that's big because that means those bigger players get other players like, "Yo, what, what school was that?" And they look they look at those schools and like, well, oh, see, that, that was me. that was my biggest beef with one and done players like Kevin Durant. Like Kevin Why Durant. Go to HBCU. What you're going you're going for one year. Oh. You know you're going for a year. 
It's mo- like it's money, and it's that's what money. Well, it's funny that like I picked Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant is from the DMV, well, right? He could have went. That's right. He could have gone to Howard. He could have gone to Hampton. And they're right. He went to the University of Texas. University of Texas was sponsored by Nike. Who does Kevin Durant sign with when he goes into the NBA? Nike. Nike. That's what you were talking about earlier with the NIL. And it's like, hey, if we sign them, really not even when they're in college, mm-hmm. do we sign them when they're AAU, middle school? Which and, is which, which, which is, happened. Unfortunately, listen, let's talk about ourselves. That's going to be the next level. No, that was the level. Like, look at Louisville. Like, Louisville had a whole scandal about it. Kansas had a whole scandal about That's it. Right. I forgot about that. <laughs> They're like, hey, like, we can't pay you as the school, but these shoe one, shoe companies are the biggest ones that are doing it. So, I would love to see, like, a Kevin Durant, you know you're going to be here for a year. Ben Simmons, you know you're going to be here for a year. What would happen if you went to an HBCU? And then all those cameras have to then go to that school. All those cameras have to go to that school. If you found out that Kevin Durant was averaging 40 because <laughs> he he because he could have. I think that's also like obviously it's not necessarily on it's not his fault. I don't like, think it's his fault. It's his personal you know, choice. I mean, I mean, like in the sense of like if you say Durant, if one of the top the top players, say number one player coming out of high school basketball right now was like, you know what, I'm going here. Mikey Williams, San Mikey Diego. So like so like he's one of the top. Like he is the top recruit. Thinking about going to HBCU, which is big. But then like unfortunately like in on one hand you want to do it as black like I want to help you guys out. But then if you're a competitor. You know, competition is better at these other schools that are getting the top recruits. See, I think that's the thing. It's like we say that now, but I think it has to form. No, that's like, why. It's, yeah. Unfortunately, it's like it's one of those problems where we need somebody to drop the dominoes, but you're not going to play the best of your competition until you go to pros. But my, I guess my thing is that's true. But then but we got to the change one, that. Once the first one goes, like I, I truly think, like if Michael right now said, like, "Yo, what, I'm committing right now to that HBCU." That changes the entire class. Right. Because at least his class would be like, yeah, you know what? We're going to this school too then. And then that might, and that's going to change. But it, it really takes, it's going to take one player to just say, you know what? I already know I'm going to pros. I'm going to go here for a year. Zion. And then, like, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? But if you're Zion and you're at Duke and you're, every game you're playing is on ESPN or ACC Network, which wasn't invented, why, wasn't also, around like, the time. It's, but. Like, it's hard because, like, you know in their ear what they have. First off, these kids are young, impressionable. They have people there like, no, go here. They're paying the most money. We're poor. We need this. Like, or as a kid, like, they, they know. Uh, like, first of all, I'm impressionable. <laughs> like, pay me some money. Like, pay me some money. Where you want me to go? <laughs> that's, the, that's the whole. That's like, that's like the whole thing is like it's like you know we we, we hear about every all, over the years players get certain kind of benefits that were illegal yes. at one point. Yes, Reggie Bush. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> they were getting wild benefits that only. The top schools can even afford to even think about. Yeah, and that's that's unfortunate. But I do see like Mikey Williams going to HBCU. Hopefully, if he also be finished, he picks one. You know, he says like it's, it's a consideration, but we don't know what's gonna happen in a year when he wants to go out. And then, but I do see, I do see like in five years us watching like ESPN, watching HBCU games. So no questions. That's true. I think as as you know, again, it's gotta be a domino. But it's not just a domino with the players. It's gotta be a domino with like. The amount of money that's going into the schools, the TV yeah. rights, the and NIL. A, and, and one of these schools are unfortunately going to have to open up their wallet and be like, you know what? We're going to get this coach. Well, I don't think it has to be one of those schools. Like, look at what Steph Curry did. We talk about J.R. Smith golf playing game. golf. Yes. Like, Steph Curry went to Howard and was all like, I'll pay to start a golf team. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wealthy people out there who could be like, you know what? I will pay for, like, more football equipment. I'll do X, Y, and Z. And I do think that domino as of right now could be Dion. Because Dion's like the biggest name, has a lot of friends yes. who have a lot of like names. Dion called primetime for a reason, knows how the media works. Mm-hmm. He's with Nick Saban in those athletic commercials. So I think we're going to slowly start to see a shift in it. But really, really, really fun time at the, at the game versus Texas Southern mm-hmm. and Southern University. Jaguars won, so congrats to them. And if you ever have the opportunity to watch them, please do. Those boys are just as good as the guys you see on Saturdays playing at the Michigan's uh, – Alabama, Florida. But one do one thing I do want to get to real quick, Victor, is uh, it's playoff season yes. and baseball. Most of the series have been clinched. You got the Red Sox beating the Rays. They'll go to the ALCS where they'll play. The Braves, right? No, no, play. that's AL. So they'll play oh. the Astros. The Astros just beat the White Sox. <laughs> uh, earlier today that we do have the Braves, they did beat Milwaukee. So they'll go on to play the winner of the Dodgers-Giants, who at the, <laughs> at the time of this taping, the Dodgers are up five to two, but the one thing I want to ask you was that something interesting happened over the weekend, where John Cusack is an actor. Mm-hmm. He's from Chicago. In his past, 
he's been representing the uh, ooh. And oh, look, oh, as this taping, Will Smith just hit a two-run home run, so it's now seven-two Dodgers as they're looking to tie the series at two. John Cusack was wearing a White Sox gear, but he's been known to be a Cubs fan, so he was confronted about it. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts for you at the game. Someone oh, came up to I you. Someone came up to him and was like, I think it's a Barstool employee. Someone came up to him and said, hey, you're not allowed to wear that. Like, you're a Cubs fan. You've always, like, mm-hmm. represented the Cubs. Now the White Sox are in the playoffs. You can't change that. Here, yeah. So my question for you is, disagree or agree? I fucking agree. Get the fuck out of that bullshit. <laughs> How about this? What if uh, Billy Crystal went to the Lakers playoff game wore Lakers shit? I mean, that's but he's a Clipper fan. Exactly. So I don't care. I don't care. I wouldn't care about that. No, but like that's what that says. No, no. I I think for me, it'd be like Billy Crystal if he wore a Mets jersey because he's a Yankees fan. We've seen people flip flop from Clippers to Lakers all the time. That wouldn't surprise me. But I just think in sports in general, I don't like people who flip teams. We we have a lot of people that flip teams though. Well, I, I take the back. There's only one big person I know who's a serial flipper. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg will wrap any. He'll wrap any jersey, any kind, get, like he, go like, to any get, game. He's clearly a Steeler fan, but then he's still a Raiders fan. Right. But the, only, how about, the only team that I was okay with he switched was when USC-UCLA. Remember when his son signed with UCLA? Right. He said, you know what? I got to switch to this side. Exactly. So that made sense. Right. That one go. But he's a Laker fan. Like He's been a Laker fan his whole life. And now he's like, like and then like when the Clippers are winning, he's like, yeah, Clippers are like, bro, he cuts them out. Like, what? You can't. Pay. Yeah. But yeah, so... I love they fucking pulled up on him. Cause, no, because like, first off, with baseball, it's just even deeper. Yeah. Because basketball has only been around since what? Well, most teams. Well, they're celebrating, since, celebrating their 75th anniversary. Why, so, some yeah. teams have only been since the 70s, 80s. But I base- mean, the, the Magic have been around since the 90s. So, like, but, even but, earlier like, than that, yeah. But baseball is, like, 1915 and 1916. Like, right. the Great Depression. Like, you know what I'm right, saying? Like, right, right. These fools were, their, their, their players went to war. Just, you know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's how old some of these baseball teams are. And then some of these teams, that shit runs deep. Like, yeah, no. How, how old is Ridley Field? Ridley Field's old, but like, I think... We're talking about how old uh, Soldier Field is. Like, yeah. Some of these teams, that shit runs deep, and that's disrespectful as fuck. Like, yo, you ain't going to be wearing that. Like, Yankees and Red Sox, for example. Like, you ain't wearing that shit around here. Right, exactly. That's dis- that's stupid. And I think the big thing, too, is like, when you think about it, it's like, hey, the Cubs winning the World Series was such a big deal because they hadn't won it in so long mm-hmm. until they finally snapped it in 2016. That's why it was such a big deal. But, no, I, the video was what you, crazy. What did you say? No, he was just like, he was basically, it was a young kid, so probably someone either our age or a little bit younger, and John Cusack, I believe, is in his 50s. He was essentially saying, like, I can root forever I want to. I'm old enough to remember both both sides. So I remember, like, he, so he asked the kid, like, who was the first baseman for the White Sox in 1983? Well, that's right. You don't know. I know. It was more like a... He picked a random year. He probably knew Yeah, that. but he was like, give me some of these players. He's like, I grew, like, I grew up watching these players, so I thought I can root for both. And in a sense, I'm like, eh. Just like, to me, it's like, I grew up a, a Laker fan. You grew up a Laker fan. But that's like me going up to a kid who's a Clipper fan now and be like, do you remember Michael Old Candy? Do you know what this means? Do. do you know what do you know? Yeah, you know, I know like, Darius Miles. This year, shut the fuck up. Uh, Albert Pujols, not okay, not deep enough. Right, so the Dodgers go up seven two, up five, three outs left for them to clinch. Or actually to tie it up. Yeah, a two run home run. So it could be all decided in uh, San Francisco, which is what you want. Two of the best teams in the league going against hey, each man, other. I want to see uh, Dodgers versus Boston in the World Series again. I've seen it already. Y- y'all lost. <laughs> y'all? You want to see the? You don't want to see the Astros? Them cheating ass niggas. Yeah. So think you about that. Yeah. Think First about off, the Astros how play. How much would those tickets be? Oh, astronomical. Ah, astronomical. I see what you did there. Yeah. You, did there. you see what I did there? Like it'd be astronomical. There. Like come how on. How much security? Oh, none. For At Dodger fans. Stadium. For Astro fans that show up. Oh, they're they're gonna show up and oh, will they show up? They will. Can they afford to show up? Isn't that a nigga from Houston that put all that all those crazy bets down that like the, the mattress king? Mattress Mac, but he don't he don't he don't leave. He never goes on the road really. I wouldn't either with that kind of money. Yeah. People betting like that. And also I think it'd be cool if you saw, you know, uh Dusty Baker with the Astros who played for the Dodgers at one point. So that'd be pretty cool to see. Wasn't he like the first manager to hit like a hundred wins or no five div- He's he's a different he's the first manager to win a division title with five different teams. That's that's wild. Yeah. Oh no, let's let's be honest. Like, I don't mean this as an insult. Like, I truly, truly not, because Dusty Baker has done a lot for, like, black managers. But to me, after the whole scandal, the Astros brought in Dusty Baker. In my opinion, I thought it was, like, a Magic Negro-type hiring. 
like, hey, let's just get the black guy to clean all this up. Mm. But Dusty Baker has done that. Scapegoat. Like, hey, let's get – like, you didn't have a black manager all those years. And, like, let's get Dusty. When you're in trouble – your image is looking bad. I get you. I get you. Raiders. Raiders. You see what I'm saying? 100%. If our next coach is not black or a woman, I'm losing my shit. Jacksonville Jags, like, what's your next coach going to look like when Urban Meyer leaves? It's, I feel like it's that type of thing. But to see what Dusty Baker has done, and again, you're a Dodger fan. Uh, Lauren Kirk, you know, f- uh, fiance of uh, Kevin Figgs, like, she's a Dodger fan. Kevin Atkins, like, he's a Dodger fan. They, all, You guys all hate the Astros. All, but to me, it's like, I understand that. But what Dusty Baker has done has been phenomenal. It has to be acknowledged and, and respected. Yes. Like, exactly. He, he, obviously, Hall of Fame. Like, there's no question about that. Oh yeah, is for he, sure. Is he there as a player yet? Uh, I don't know or if he's in there as a player, sure. but he probably was good enough. I just don't know enough about his history to uh, to like to say. I think he definitely was a Hall of Famer. Um, dun, 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 dun. Let's look it up since Victor wants to put me on the spot. Exactly, bro. I'm checking your sports facts. Yeah, you, you're a baseball okay. man. Okay. Anything else? I got you. <laughs> okay, sure. Just don't touch me right now. Uh, Dusty Baker is not in the Hall of Fame. He was inducted into a Hall of Fame class in 2010 for his play at Del Campo, but I don't think he's um, in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, but, no, that that's interesting. That Why do they tap the top of their heads on a home run? Uh, I don't know. That's a, some, a ritual the Dodgers have. But, no, before we get out of here, Victor, I do want to do my Marvel Minute. Okay, let me get my timer. Yeah. All right. Tell me when you are – wait, one minute. Okay, I'm ready. I'm, let's we can do it. All right. So one, two, three. All right. So look, we had our final episode of the series "What If" on Disney Plus. Everything comes to a head here. The Watcher he goes around to every different universe. He takes one person that we've seen, with the exception of Gamora, which is actually very interesting because there was an episode that was supposed to be Guardians of the Galaxy with Gamora, but they said due to COVID, quote unquote, that it pushed the episode back to season two. Mm, no, come on now. You know if it meant, was meant for this year, it would have been this year. However, I do think the coolest thing about it was T'Challa, played by R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. This was his fourth and final episode, and it was rumored that Marvel actually had a whole spinoff as him as part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which I thought would have been really cool. But the do, the one big thing that you got to take away from this, spoiler, we're going to see more of this. There's going to be multiverse of madness. That's what the next Doctor Strange movie is going to be called when it comes out in March 2022. But we are able to see is Killmonger coming back because technically he's going to be like around. We got uh, Peggy Carter who could be Captain Carter again. So much good stuff. Make sure you watch the series finale of what done, if. dude. It was good. I gotta admit, it was good. How do you know all this shit? It was good, man. It was good. It was a good episode. So that was his last episode oh, of this of season one. I mean, I, T'Challa. Like, uh, T'Challa. So the big the big question is when do you bring him back? And that's another well, like well, let me get to this one point first before I move into the Black Panther sequel. I want to see if they were are going to do a uh, Captain Carter because that's a character most people know with Peggy Carter. She is British. Like the multiverse is going to be crazy as we move into Phase Four of MCU. As we talk about fate, like saying Phase Four out loud is insane. First of all, it's wild to think that because literally, if we when we try to explain to our kids this stuff, like what do you mean? Like oh, our whole entire when I was your age. That's when X Men came out. Right. When I exactly. about at this age, that's when this came out. Oh, okay. no, no. We're going to be saying, like, when I was your age, this is when Spider Man came out so with, Toby, on, with Toby Maguire. So we're on phase 20. Yeah, we're on phase 20 right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Wait, no, no. But when I was your age, this was the one when Andrew Garfield came out. Okay, okay, okay. This one when Tom Holland like, came out. You remember how, before we get off, like, when Toby Maguire came out with Spider Man, how it changed media, it changed movies, how it had that record setting number? Yes. And now that the number is just like, oh, that's all y'all made? Like, yes. But also a different time, but like, what was it 100, 114 million dollars because ever ever entourage when Aquaman like I want this we beat we beat, beat Spider-Man yes uh, but no like speaking of Black Panther mm-hmm. uh, I want to get her right is it Latidia right the sister the sister she How plays she, Shuri in Black her, Panther you know she's doing? and uh, cor- it's, according to reports on the set of Black Panther 2 she's Wakanda Forever nice. she's being very pushing very active uh, anti-vaccine things uh, it was reported last year she lost her management due to this she like left her agents due to this. So, as much as I want to say this movie done, if I could just give you one piece of advice, Miss Wright, you can be replaced. Just go ask Terrence Howard; they will replace you. <laughs> Don Cheadle is in those MCU movies for a reason. 
you right. can be replaced. Like you can be replaced. And like, no, and now when you look at the MCU with the multiverse where everything's changing, oh yeah, they can replace you. They'll figure out a way. They will. They will figure out a way for it to make sense. They'll, they'll kill you real quick. And guess what? Even if you are killed, spoiler alert, Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan's character in Black Panther one, they can bring him back. I'm sure they snap. can. Snap! Yeah, snap! <laughs> multiverse, a different Black Panther. Like they can bring him back. I don't know. It's 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 uh, it's it's also I was looking at that the other day I was like dude Chadwick was really in his fucking bag working yeah he was like yeah the, he was. I, I saw his like short list movies that he was in yeah and they were all stuff that's just like right the significant impact on those are gonna be played in well, once once they figure out critical race theory <laughs> will, will be played in, in classrooms in a sense wasn't like, he in Defy Bloods the Spike Lee joint movie. Yes. But then it's like, think about how intense that movie was. And you had cancer. He wasn't, even, he wasn't you know what I'm saying? Like, he was. Like, come on. Like Ma Rainey's, like, like, on Netflix, Thursday, like, what, come on. Good. He was Thurgood. He was so many. So but I'm talking about just when he was sick. Like, know, the movies he, he filmed when he was sick. Like, 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 he was, he literally lived such, like, how you could live a short life, but still live a full one. Right, exactly. Like, he shifted everything. He made people believe, like, he made some kid think, like, oh, I could be a star. Right, exactly. From, now, was he from South Carolina, I think? Yeah, but I think it's bigger than that. I think he, like, he showed that, one, we all made jokes that, like, oh, man, right over left, we'll kind of forever. He's really going to get tired of that. But that's an impact that he'll but, have in our culture forever. Forever. Like, that's something that we're going to teach our kids. Like, we're kind of forever. Like, right over left, don't forget. <laughs> mm. So it's going to be so interesting to see how this not only happens with Black Panther 2, but across Hollywood. Are there more people who are anti-vax who aren't going to oh, get it? 100%. And we also didn't talk about the fact that right now Hollywood's on strike. That's right. And Hollywood's on strike. On strike. Like, and, and the pilots. And the pilots, too. And that's another thing. It's uh, I do think after this Black Panther, they probably won't do any more of them, though. We'll, At see, least we'll see how the if, money is. If, well, the money, if they do the Black Panther again, it's going to be some kind of spinoff that goes away from... T'Challa's character because I think they said they're going to stop using the character in general mm-hmm. so they're going to try to they're going to figure out a way like if anything Killmonger's like origin story or something like that like they're Boom. Gonna, they'll do something away from T'Challa that way it's still Black Panther but not replacing his character well my, like you look at Eric Killmonger he was oh, actually shit, yeah the Dodgers won 7-2 so we will have game 5 of Giants Dodgers in San Francisco on Thursday <sighs> only Ooh. serious to go 5 games that's going to be crazy. Damn. MLB got what they wanted. Two West Coast teams, uh, two big markets, two teams who were great during two the regular contenders. season. Uh, Sam, and then you talk about rivalries. Like We talk about baseball rivalries. These were rivals back when they were in New York. Like yo, They've been rivals yo, so long. Yo, they were rivals on the East Coast. Like, <laughs> like, yo, we, we, we've been riding. I hate you fools since fucking 19. Ta, ta, yeah. Since they were on the East Coast together, they have not liked each other. So this is good for all our Dodger fans. So maybe we'll do another podcast on Thursday. Possibly. Do a live, live stream on our Twitch Twitch Holy stream. Shit. So Cassie ain't going to be here. So, <laughs> but no, I, I do want to like finish this real quick. But like this show has been a lot on mandates with the vaccine. And, you know, Figs and I, we were able to fly home safely thanks to the people who were vaccinated on Southwest. We flooded left field in Dallas. There were people who walked out. Southwest had to blame inclement weather when that wasn't the case. Only ones affected. Only airline that was affected. But we but are going to start to see. Spirit was affected by Right. It. Well, Spirit's affected by a lot of things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, but no, Delta hasn't done it yet. But we've seen United. They've done it. Southwest has done it. And let me just say, I'm thankful for that. I felt very safe on that flight. It did sting still having to wear a mask. But hopefully... The more we can stop the spread, we can do this. But it's just like the pilot thing is like, I understand. Like it's like it's such a weird thing. Is like, how y'all mad about this vaccine? Exactly. Of all the vaccines you currently have in your body, I, you know what's so funny about that, and I never put two and two together until now. And this this might be a stretch just because of the way we we saw it happen in real time mm-hmm. with September 11th and then TSA. And then with all the rules that we had to implement into yeah. flying, no one really said like, oh, I mean, we, we like we complain about it. Like, what do you mean? My like my water bottle is too big. What do you mean? Like my toothpaste is too big. But at the end People, of the day, you're right. We all we all go back to you, like, it was we, like the water thing. It was like it wasn't like they said, like, I'm bringing the water. on. It's like, I yeah, know. right. But I think the big thing is like once we always revert back to September 11th. That was we, we, like, hey, do you want to go back to that? Whereas what I think with like when you look at what happened with covid. Hey, you have to wear your mask. We have to make these a vaccine mandate. Oh, well, why do I have to wear my mask on a plane? Because people are spreading the disease, and that's the thing we got into. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's not true. 
that's where I think the like the pol like the politics you talked about earlier, all that stuff's happening. It's politics and the biggest thing that the problem is is the internet. Oh, misinformation! Misinformation is being spread. Think, way like too right much. now, turns me and you go on maybe the website, and we say this: COVID is fake, and some idiot in fucking Arkansas reads that shit and believes our bullshit story. And goes to his fucking friends like, well, look at these, look what these two guys said back in L.A. No, no, it couldn't be, it couldn't be a picture of us. It's gonna be a picture of two white doctors. Because well, if it's two pictures of no, black we're, doctors, we're, we're, we're some coats. Yeah, we're they're gonna coats. be like, oh, I don't trust them. I don't no, trust they're them. like, see, even they own kind don't like you. Like, <laughs> even they, well, okay, there's okay, we will end it right there. But we will end it right there. But uh, yeah. Victor, where can people find us, and where can people find you on social media? All right, so you guys can find the show at the E Rose Podcast. That's T H E R O S P O D C A S T. That's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's Twitch, I think. Everything. We're going to do a live stream for the Dodger game. Let's just do it on Thursday. All right, might be that. Yeah. You can always find me, V-I-C underscore G-W-4-O-3-Ds. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Anything now, any social media, I'm probably on it with that. Yeah, come find me. You can find me at yeah, Chilling with Kurt. Me. Come yeah, find, find me. me. Hey, come find me with my mask on. Uh, <laughs> Chilling with Kurt, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on TikTok, but I'm old, so I don't know how to use it. Teach me. Uh, YouTube, we're going to have some more YouTube videos posted sooner. Uh, make sure you stay up to that. Make sure if you guys like the show, please share. Uh, you know, we like doing this, and we, we'd love to hear some feedback from you guys. So anytime you guys want to reach out, you can find us. Ask us any questions you want. Uh, you know, come on to the show, all that type of stuff. But uh, we will uh, probably do another show on Thursday. Yeah. So, Victor, until then, what should people do? Wear a mask.